And welcome, everyone, to the JD Studio Show. I'm your host, Josh Dayton, with a wonderful selection of guests with us today. We have Chris Collish. Hey. We have Isaac Meyer. Howdy, howdy, everybody. And Catherine Marlatt. I'm back. Woo. Yeah, we are all excited. And this is a bit of an interesting, <laughs> interesting episode. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a police car pulling into the parking lot. <laughs> Oh my! Um, as an update, um, Catherine and I just got out of a movie we had to see for Cinema Gibberish. I refuse to talk about it right now. You can watch our review when it comes out. Um, I'll but, still be mad about um, it. We didn't have time to get back home after that, so we are in a Rally's parking lot <laughs> doing this episode. Nice. Hmm. Um, Isaac, let's go into your weekly update. What you been up to? Um. Well, it's been a. Uh been an eventful week um it was my church's uh vacation bible school so we uh stapled tablecloths to the auditorium ceiling so that it would look like a big top because it's uh circus themed and uh how do you plan on getting those down oh we already did we just kind of grabbed them and ripped them down and then uh used a knife to just kind of wiggle the staples out so it was pretty great Got to do that while balancing on the backs of pews, so uh, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Fantastic, Chris. What about you? I'm eating M and M's. So good week, huh? Yep. <laughs> Catherine, what about you? Uh, I start my first day of senior year the day this comes out, so I'm doing terrible, but it's fine because I'm eating Rally's ice cream. In a oh, parking lot. I love how musical that was. I'm doing <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh, catch me performing Heather's by myself. Mm. Well, it's been an interesting week for me. We've gotten some more filming done for various different things. Which, oh, that was fun. Yeah, I'll get into all that later. Cool. Um, we are going to go right into our game. Woot woot. <laughs> We're going to play the alphabet game. Oh, where are we going? Never heard going? of it. Like, I'm bringing blank. Yeah, that's where. what we're going to figure out. So, for those of you who don't know the alphabet game. Like me. Um, we will demonstrate. We're going on a picnic, and I'm bringing apples. I'm bringing apples and bananas. I'm bringing apples, bananas, and coconuts. The goal is to we go around, and we take turns, and we each add on a word that's the next letter in the alphabet. Oh, fudge. And if you mess up or misremember, you lose. Oh, boy. And no writing it down. No, no, that'd be, that'd be wrong. Yes, it would. Isaac's gonna write it down. Nuh-uh. I'm not a cheat. Chris is being eerily silent. I'm eating M&M's. Chris is a cheat, so he might write it down. I've never cheated. I won that balloon game fair and square, you sore loser. Sure, sure. Who <laughs> wouldn't have won if I had an almost stabbed painter? <laughs> okay, so we need to decide where we're going and what we're bringing. We're going to the hood. All right, oh, we're going get, to the hood. Get bad Uh-oh. real quick. Oh, uh, no. The image um, of this podcast is so low. I'm bringing an AK-47, Ooh. a bullet. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> uh, we're going to stop you right there, Chris. <laughs> we are going on a road trip, and the order we are going in 
will be Isaac, Chris, Catherine, me. And it will stay in that circle. So Wait, Isaac, what was the order? I'm sorry. Isaac, Chris, Catherine, me. So Isaac is driving. Yeah. Ooh, I'm driving. I'm shotgun. And we're going on a road trip. Whenever you're ready, Isaac. Um, let's see. Okay, let's do, what do people bring on road trips that starts with A? This is going to be a rough one, boys. Um, <laughs> maybe some, oh, okay. Let's go with snacks. Um, I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple. I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple and a bulletproof vest. I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, and a catalyst. I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, and a dog. I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, and an eggplant? I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, and a fire truck. I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a cat, dog, an eggplant? What did Chris just say? Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! I got her. I'm out. (laughs) I don't remember what Chris said. I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a fire truck, and goggles. I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a fire truck, goggles, and hairspray. I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing apples, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a fire truck, goggles, hairspray, and my indigo slippers. Or indigo slippers. I'm going on a road trip and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a fire truck, goggles, hairspray, and indigo slippers. Um, I have to add one. <laughs> um, Josh! I'm going on a road trip, and guess what I'm bringing? I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a fire truck, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, Josh, and I'm bringing a nice kitty cat. Oh, well, I'm going on a road trip, too, and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a Fire truck, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, Josh, kitty cat, and a lemon. I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a fire truck, um, alphabet, goggles, (laughs) hairspray, indigo slippers. (laughs) Josh, I'm I'm struggling with the alphabet, not the word. I know, me um, too, buddy. A kitty cat, a lemon, and Manamana. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say Manamana. Uh, 
I'm going on a road trip, and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a fire truck, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, um, Josh, a kitty cat, a lemon, um, Menomina, <laughs> and... <laughs> Let's see. Nicotine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let me get something out there. All right. Well, I'm bringing on my road trip an apple, a bulletproof vest, catalyst, dog, eggplant, fire truck, uh, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, Josh, kitty cat, lemon, manamano, nicotine, and... Ocean breeze. I'm going on a road trip and I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a fire truck, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, Josh, a kitty cat, lemon, manamana, nicotine, ocean breeze, and pneumonia. All right, that's going to really mess us up. That's well, the point. It won't mess me up because I wanted to say pneumonia for N, but I'm like, wait. Right. <laughs> this is just getting tedious now. All right, I'm going on a road trip, and guess what I'm going to bring? Is it apples? I'm going to bring an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a fire truck, uh, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, um... Josh, a kitty cat, uh, Menomina, Nicotine. Ah, did I skip a letter? You did. You skipped a letter, which means you have messed up, my friend. Oh, no. Finally. Lemon. Lemon. That was mine. All right, Chris, it's to you. All right, well, I'm bringing on my trip. Apples, a bulletproof vest, catalyst, dog, eggplant, fire truck, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, Josh, Kitty cat, lemon, manamana, nicotine, ocean breeze, pneumonia, and Queen of England. I'm bringing an apple, a bulletproof vest, a catalyst, a dog, an eggplant, a fire truck, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, Josh, a kitty cat. A lemon, manamana, nicotine, ocean breeze, pneumonia, the Queen of England, and um, Rugrats. Oh my goodness, somebody just lose already. I like it, I like it. All right. That's how I feel. Well, guess what? I'm going to make it go longer because you know what? On this road trip, I'm bringing apples, bulletproof vests, catalyst, dog. Eggplant, fire, uh, eggplant, yeah, fire truck, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, Josh, kitty cat. Does, does anyone else hear a dog? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's in in the car, car next to us. Keep going. Uh, bringing lemon, it with you, remember? Menomina, nicotine, ocean breeze, pneumonia, queen of England, rugrats.
Shaw. I'm disappointed. Okay. Um, apple, bulletproof vest, catalyst, dog, eggplant, fire truck, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, Josh, kitty cat, lemon, menomina, nicotine, ocean breeze, pneumonia, alphabet, dang it, <laughs> queen of England, yeah. rugrats, Shaw, Uh, tea. Wow, alright. Well, I'm bringing on this road trip <laughs> both Bulletproof Vest, Catalyst, Dog, Eggplant, Fire Truck, Goggles, Hairspray, Indigo Slippers, Josh, Kitty Cat, Lemon, <laughs> Menomina, pneumo- uh, uh, nicotine, ocean breeze, pneumonia, Queen of England, Rugrats, Shaw, Tea, and underwear. Apple, bulletproof vest, catalyst, dog, eggplant, fire truck, goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers. Josh, kitty cat, lemon, menomina, nicotine, ocean breeze, pneumonia, queen of England, alphabet, dang it, rugrats, shaw, tea, underwear, venison. Venison. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Apple, bulletproof vest, catalyst, dog, eggplant, fire truck. Goggles, hairspray, indigo slippers, Josh, kitty cat, lemon, manamana, nicotine, ocean breeze, pneumonia, queen of England, Shaw. No! Ah, you skipped R! (laughs) Was it Rugrats? Yes! Yes! I win! And it's over! That's even better! That is so long. So long. That was. I am actually impressed that we made it to V. Um, I did not expect that to happen. I fell after F. I thought I, thought I said Rugrats, but I guess not. Um, we are going to move on now. Yeah. Um, thank goodness. To um, we're going to have a little discussion about um, the two-eared mouse Disney. Um, this year so far, Disney has released several films that have crossed the billion-dollar mark, um, and one that has passed the $2 billion mark. Mm-hmm. And they still have a couple other big heavy hitters coming out this year. They have Frozen 2. They have Star Wars 9. You might call Maleficent 2 one, but I'm not sure that's going to do very well. But um, what we're going to talk about for a little bit is, um, just in general, how powerful... <laughs> is Disney, and what can that mean for the future of Hollywood in general if one studio just kind of reigns supreme? Now, Disney's always been huge, but in recent years, 
and especially after the Fox merger, they are much, much bigger than they were before. And so we're just going to touch on that a little bit. So um, this also ties in a little bit with the live action remake debate that we've been having recently on whether that's worth it at all or not. Um, Spoiler, it's not. (laughs) So far, I would agree with that. Um, Chris, what are your thoughts on just how much money Disney has made this year alone? I mean, I say they in part earned it. Not with the live action remake, but alongside with everything else, I think they've earned it. And you know, if they keep, that's fair. If they keep making good stuff, people are gonna go keep coming to see it. So, I mean, it's a little weird and worrying if everything starts to go under all the studios start to go under the Disney umbrella. Because then, if that happens, and Disney can just put out anything, and they'd have nobody can, to compete with, and the content could be whatever. It could be horrible, but It'd be the only thing we can go see. I would argue that even if they're putting out bad content, which in some cases maybe they are, people are still going to go see it for the sake of seeing it. It's, which is even a, would be a larger problem if more and more sort of falls under their umbrella. Isaac, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, they've clearly earned it because if they weren't earning it, then people just wouldn't go see the movies and they wouldn't make money. But um, in the case of like, if they get so big that they drive everybody else out and then they start like half-heartedly making things, um, that then people wouldn't go so wouldn't go see those so much, and that would give like an opportunity for more movie studios to uh, crop up because you know they're. Uh, people aren't enjoying the Disney stuff, then they're going to go see anybody else's who are making any. So it'd be tough to re... It'd be tough to make new studios, but it could happen. Another point that I have is, while they have earned it in some cases, um, there's also... I My definition of earn might be slightly different, because while they have made the money... There are plenty of cases where things make lots of money where it isn't necessarily deserved. I would point to the Transformers franchise, which somehow makes way more money than it ever should. The Chinese money, man. Um, yeah, especially um, worldwide, it makes a ton of money. Um, but I understand your point there. They have put out mm-hmm. most of what they've put out this year that I've seen I've enjoyed. Um. I said most. I'm getting a glare from Catherine. Um, Though, to be fair, most of what I've seen from them this year has been three really three MCU movies, two of which um, blew me away. Um, I know, Chris, you really liked Dumbo, which goes into the live action debate. I forgot about Dumbo. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's weird. They haven't. Have they done an animation this year? They haven't. Well, no, that's Frozen 2. Their animation outing for this year is Frozen 2. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm sure will destroy the box office. Yeah, Frozen, the first Frozen, like, destroyed box office as well. I'm pretty sure it's, like, the highest animated movie, grossing animated movie of all time. So, and that was, oh my goodness, the first Frozen was five years, six years ago. Six years ago. 
So I have no doubt in my mind that this will probably do even better. Um, so I am actually looking forward to it. Uh, Frozen is not my favorite, but I mean, the sequel is going to be better. But yeah, I mean, it, it really doesn't. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, we can hope that it's better. Yeah. Well, back to um, Dumbo, though, like, again, I didn't hate the movie, but I also have never seen the original, which, again, ye- these things have enjoyment to them. It's just, they're not original, really, at all. So you, you find more pleasure in just watching the original, so there isn't really a point of these existing. I think it's yeah. the big major thing. And my general philosophy is I would rather see creative people trying out new things than just a carbon copy of follow the steps movie my flock a lot of people hate on the last jedi um because they they refer to it as not being their star wars but especially in that case whether i liked all of it or not is irrelevant someone with the creative mind took a chance on some things and i appreciate that even if it falls short more than a carbon copy copy and paste whatever i i think that the live action remakes would be a lot more justified if like they were playing off of the fact that there already was one kind of like um in the aladdin movie part of the after the genie sang the song and then oh. aladdin didn't get it and he's like dude come on the instructions were in the song it's kind of like other people have gotten it it's a nod to the original. Yeah, more nods to the original would be nice. Mm-hmm. I think my philosophy with remakes, though, is, is don't remake a movie unless you absolutely believe you have something new or creative to add to the story that benefits and makes it better. Well, and remaking something that was made in the 90s for the sake of realism um, just seems like a very rough path. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it was for the sake of realism as much as it was just, hey, we need to make more well, money. Well, I think a lot of more... them are more based on, like, modernity and keeping things more realistic in a way. Not with Lion King, but with others. And I just, I don't like that. Because it's not the characters we liked. Another thing, um, you can revisit old material and do something very different with it. Um, For a really good example, I point to um, the Andy Serkis Planet of the Apes trilogy that's come out in the last decade. Because it it took a source material idea. Didn't remake it. Um, They did not remake it. They did something totally original. Well, actually, they did remake it once, but we won't um, talk about that. Yeah, that's not what I'm referring to, because that one is not good and a perfect example of what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but that, but that trilogy, trilogy did something so unique and different um, and told a totally new story that ties in to what happened decades ago. And doing something like that, I have no problem with as long as it's done right, because I can point to Maleficent, which was like, here's how Maleficent got to be Maleficent. And I did not think personally that that was done very well, but at least I respect that a little bit more because it's trying to do something different, and it wasn't just a remake of Sleeping Beauty. But it's just, it's a very, what worries me is that Hollywood often moves on trends. If something works, then you see worse versions of it, for the most part, over the next several years. 
And that is my concern with doing all of these is that it will just become a trend. Um, Isaac, any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, it's definitely going to become a trend. I, if yeah, The only question is whether or not it'll like spread out from Disney to more people. And it probably will because they're making money. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't disagree. They like money. I think, in my opinion, I if Disney's live action thing is still to continue, if it is, the only reason way I think it would garner a bunch of positive attention is if they look at things like their movie they released last year, Christopher Robin. While it wasn't, uh, you know, a box office hit or it wasn't incredibly well received, it still it was like an original idea, almost a complete complete sequel to the original source material instead of just remaking the original one day it's a really neat idea of a sequel to the mini adventures of winnie the pooh and i highly suggest it to anyone who hasn't seen it yeah and that goes right back into you can do things with old ideas that are different and it whether it works or doesn't work is irrelevant i just still that gains more respect from me than just right that's a good analogy um that's actually a really good example chris i didn't think about that one thank you so then the question becomes if this becomes a trend and spreads what will other animation studios go for Catherine? what are some animated movies that aren't disney that you could see a studio trying to live action in the future oh you know, I I'm trying to think Pixar. I th- I think that's probably the next studio to try to do that, but I don't know what movie they'd start with. I really I really have a hard time believing Pixar would start doing live action stuff. And I I agree, but it's also under the Disney umbrella in a way. So Disney, yeah, Disney live action could probably start so, like taking those ideas, yeah. So it's possible. Um I could see them trying Shrek. Because of the way Shrek the Musical worked, they're already yeah, rebooting. I was the gonna franchise. say, didn't didn't they kind of try that with Shrek the Musical? And it worked. I mean, apparently. apparently, it's good. It did work. Shrek the Musical is a like huge hit. It was. Oh, oh yeah. My. Yes. That's unfortunate. Um, Isaac, what are some non-Disney animation movies you could see live action? Um, I'm I'm not sure what. Um... I'm not sure if I know any non-Disney animated movies, except for like, um, let's see, is Great Mouse Detective Disney? Yes, yes. Then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this I is this is one that I would be terrified of, Ooh, but would about... also love to see only if they brought back Seinfeld, and that is the B movie. <laughs> oh no 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 no. Please I no. would be terrified of that, but I could also see it happening. What about, like, Spirited Away? No, oh, dude, people would be massacred in the streets if they tried to do that. <laughs> yeah, if you took any of the studio uh, Ghibli movies and tried um, to make those live action, especially an American company, they would be... very true. Like, those are, like, the pinnacle of Japanese animation. Like, you yeah. can touch their... What the what other Alita Battle Angels and Ghost in the Shell? You can touch those. You can whitewash them. People will be upset, but 
Like, you touch those, people will be dead. I think one I could see, not necessarily working, but at least happening that isn't Disney, I don't believe, it's Fern Gully. And I don't even know if any of you have seen it, but it's a childhood favorite. And what was the I title again? Yeah, what was it? Fern Gully. Fern Gully. Never. I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. I've oh, we're watching it. that. Put it on the list. Um, Chris, what do you think they could do that isn't Disney animation? Oh, man. That's hard. So another animated property that could be remade into live action. Yes. Not Disney. Well, I'd like to throw it back to Cat's uh, Pixar thing. That's not my choice. But I was just thinking I think a really good Pixar movie that could probably be a good live action movie would be Wally. Um, I'll do that. But aside from that, that would probably work the best I, if I, they were going to try one. Yeah. Um, Spider Man into the multiverse or into the Spider Verse. That's my pick. I want to see that in live action. You know it. <laughs> it kind of repeats the purpose of it, though, I think. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. But just in general, overall, this, it's probably not super alarming to anybody. It's not like a super hot button issue, but it's just something that's interesting to discuss and think about because, I mean, even more so than it has been in the last decade, Disney has been rising in the ranks. Um, They got Marvel and Star Wars underneath their umbrella, and now they have Fox. Um, their streaming service is supposed to launch this year, right? Yeah. Disney Plus, uh, yeah. And they're just, they're becoming, they're getting, I don't know if bold is the right word. Growing power. Yes, they are. Um, unlimited power, a certain technically Disney character might say. Um, certain technically Disney character who might be coming back because of the very end of that trailer. Yeah. Woo! Um, on that note, actually, with the other three big, big-ish Disney movies coming out, how well do you think those are going to do? Maleficent is very much up in the air because I don't know how well the first one did. Not that well. Um, but Frozen Two and Star Wars Nine are ridiculously heavy hitters. Um, so. Chris, how how high you think those numbers are going to be? Well, Star Wars Episode Nine is for sure hitting a billion because the last two uh, episodes have. Frozen Two will most likely, I think, will probably hit a billion as well. Maleficent Two, I think, will probably hit about altogether. Will probably get to seven hundred fifty, eight hundred million, but won't get to a billion. With that being <laughs> Disney garnering two, three, four. Five, six, seven billion dollars this year. Yeah, from those alone. Um, Isaac, what are your thoughts? They're going to get a lot of money. That is all I have to say. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Catherine? I don't know box office numbers. Uh, I absolutely agree with Chris that Star Wars is definitely going to break a billion if not $2 billion, because it's a huge franchise, and regardless of whether people are happy about the last two, they will go see it. Yeah. <laughs> the big question, though, is 
probably not Frozen 2, but with Star Wars being Episode 9 and the last of the Skywalker saga, um, do we think that it has any chance of toppling Endgame's recent trophy record? Isaac? Um, I don't think so. I mean, it may have a chance if it's really good, but I don't think people have been particularly happy with the last two. Um, plus, in-game kind of pulled out all the stops to get break that record with the um, re-release. re-release and whatnot. Uh, Chris, so, what are your thoughts? I don't think it will. I, I don't even think it will probably come close, uh, mostly because of the feedback from Last Jedi. Um, and also because Star Wars as a property right now is not as hot as it was even back in 2015. Like Marvel is now like the greatest like cinema entity that we've known. And so if anything can be Avengers Endgame record, it would be have to be probably another Avengers movie. Right now. Uh, right, right now. Yeah, I would agree with that. Catherine. I absolutely agree. I think, especially with Endgame's re-release, they really got a lot of numbers, and I just don't think Star Wars can pull that. Um, I'm going to have to say there's no way, um, especially from personal experience, because I loved Endgame so much that I saw it four times. I took the effort and the money to go see it four times, and I don't care. You were. I don't care how much I love... um, if I love um, Rise of Skywalker, there's no way that I will end up going to see it four times. And I'm sure lots of other people will be the same way. Well, yeah. um, the Marvel Universe has been like building to Endgame, and it's pr- been pretty clear that they were like putting everything together for Endgame, whereas the Star Wars Universe is kind of rewriting itself every movie, so it's losing steam whereas marvel was gaining steam yeah and this movie only has two that really lead up to it even if you count the others that's only eight compared to marvel's 21 22 21 because spider-man far from home was 23 yeah so we're gonna move on to something we haven't done before which is recommendations um just Flat out, I listen to um, a brilliant podcast called The Weekly Planet. Um, yeah. That has um, Mr. Sunday Movies, one of my favorite YouTube people ever. Yeah. Um, they, they do a segment where they talk about, um, it's what are we reading, what are we going to read? Um, and it's talking about things that they are watching, reading, or want to watch or read and just kind of put their recommendations out there. Um, and I think it would be neat for us to do something uh, similar. So, Chris, do you have any recommendations of recent time? So I've got a book recommendation and I've got a movie recommendation. So my movie recommendation is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's the newest Quentin Tarantino movie. It's doing really well at the box office. The best Quentin Tarantino has ever done at the box office right now. It's a very uh, good, insightful movie about Hollywood and this about this guy's emotional journey. Uh, name's Rick Dalton, played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Back in 1969, during the Charles Manson stuff. So I encourage anyone if, who's going to see it, you know, read up on Charles Manson and what happened in 1969. 
you know, it's a very, it takes its time, but it's very wor- worth it. Almost three hour movie. And then for my book recommendation, I recommend the current run of the current Batman run right now. It's just hit its 10th volume, I believe, just in late July with Batman volume 10 Nightmare. And it's doing, I'm very much enjoying it so far. And I strongly recommend anyone who has access to comics and stuff to try it out. Very nice. Catherine. Um, I have been binge watching Catfish for the last week um, because I really just saw a clip on YouTube and I was like, I have to see this episode. And then out of nowhere, I got hooked on the show and like the dynamic. And it's so fun to just make fun of all of the stupid people. And then I've got a uh, terrible movie recommendation. If you really just genuinely want to um, actually hate your life and feel like you wasted your time, watch Hobbs and Shaw in theaters now. Um, slight spoilers for an upcoming cinema gibberish review. Well, we all knew I was going to hate it. I hate all of them. <laughs> um, Isaac, do you have any recommendations? Um, well, so, like one day this week, I watched the uh, Starsky and Hutch movie with uh, Ben Stiller and I think it was Mark Wahlberg. Ooh. And that was pretty hilarious. I wasn't sure if I'd like it or not because I haven't seen the original series. But the movie um, kind of makes fun of like, kind of makes fun of stereotypical older like buddy cop series. So like uh, Mark Wahlberg like chased a dude across rooftops and fired in um, crowded areas to get to get a purse snatcher when the purse only had, like, $7 in it. Mm. He got, like, chewed out by his uh, chief, and it was just it was just hilarious, man. I loved it. Plus, it had all sorts of stars coming out of the woodwork. There was those two. There was, like, Snoop Dogg. I think Will Ferrell was in it. Um, uh, there was Jason Bateman. <laughs> just a bunch of people. What was this movie called? Uh, Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. It was pretty hilarious. Very nice. Um, thanks to Catherine, I've been seeing a lot of Bob's Burgers, um, which I had never seen before. It is hilarious. Um, I very much enjoy it so far. I'm going to put that as my next series to binge watch because I'm currently on Family Guy. And then um, I consider myself to be an aficionado of best worst movies. So a movie that is so terrible that it is just so much fun to watch. And I stumbled upon one the other day, thanks to um, my video store buddy, Thomas, um, who sees me once a week. And He's a great guy. Um, he told Catherine and I we should rent something called Gooby. G-O-O-B-Y. It is a story of a little boy who is being threatened by what everyone else believes to be imaginary monsters. And his teddy bear Gooby comes to life in the form of a six-foot man in a costume and helps him through his troubles. The bear is voiced by Robbie Coltrane, who plays Hagrid in Harry Potter. And if you want to watch this movie, I have good news for you because it is on YouTube in its entirety. Um, the whole thing. 
If you search Gooby, it comes up. It's an hour and 39 minutes long. 29. Uh, 39. The video is 39. Yeah. Um, it is a mess, but I had so much fun just making fun of it. So if you have about two hours of time that you can waste, um, it is it is available to you on YouTube. It is quite fantastic. Um, we're going to jump into what's in the works real brief here. Um, Catherine and I spent two days this week filming True Intentions, right? Yeah. Um, we got some good stuff done with the fantastic Faith Seltzer. Um, it was interesting to say the least um, with some of the things that we had to accomplish. Um, but I'm excited. That's very much coming together. We have some more filming this next week, and it's going to be fantastic. Also, Chris, what happens on Wednesday? We're releasing a new episode of Cinema Gibberish covering Hobbs and Shaw. Um, that's the week after, because what's this week? I was going to switch it. I'm just, I was going to put out Hobbs and Shaw this week. Oh, well, then that actually makes a lot of sense. Never mind. <laughs> um, that does make a lot more sense. Um, so, yeah, the Hobbs and Shaw review will be coming. Um, Catherine already gave a little bit of her opinion, but there will be much more of that to come. That happens every single Wednesday on our channel. If you want to see more of us, we are here almost every Monday doing this podcast. We um, are also on social media at JD Studios 208 on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Snapchat, actually, sometimes. Um, thank you all for listening this week. We will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye, 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 bye